You are listening to the Yummy Mummy Podcast, the best of series. What? Welcome to the Yummy Mummy Podcast, where you will learn brand new and shockingly different tools to lose weight for the last time. And now, here's your host, certified life and weight loss coach, Laura Conley. Welcome to the show. You guys, are you excited? I am. So, we are releasing the best of series every Thursday from now until who knows when. So without further ado, I want to give you one of the best episodes that we have ever recorded. We even looked up the stats. We have a whole spreadsheet. You guys loved this episode so much that it was at the tippity toppity of the list. Now, if you're like, oh, I don't want to listen to this. I'm sure I've already listened to this. <laughs> I hear you. And we hear things differently as we journey on, as we grow, as we evolve. So my guess is that you'll hear this podcast in a completely different way. And you might not have even heard this podcast if you're not going in chronological order. I know, you guys, this is not the most original idea. I'm kind of borrowing some from some of my colleagues and coaches. And when they do the best of series, I feel like I have never heard the episode, even though I know I had. So trust me, you're going to love re-listening or listening in the first place to some of the absolute best episodes that we have. So enjoy it. Let me know what you think. I can't wait to drop episodes to you every single week on Thursdays. Don't worry. The new content, the new freshy fresh will still be coming to you on Tuesdays. By the way, doors are open to the Yummy Mummy experience. So I want you to get in now, babes. Go to lauraconley.com, click work with me. You can also go to the show notes. The link is there. So if you're ready to lose weight for the last time, become free from food forever, pass down the legacy that you want to, to your children and just live your best life. Seriously, you guys, this is it. It is time. It is six months of group coaching, which by the way, is super powerful. You don't feel alone. You end up becoming really great friends with the other women inside the group. So it's group coaching, it's coursework, I should call it course fun, and a private community. And it's guaranteed. You either lose weight for the last time or your money back. And guess what, you guys? Now we have payment plans available. So you can get started for just $4.97 a month. So hurry up, get in. We're going to start January 17th and we're really going to do this. Can you imagine? It's June 2024 and you're actually excited about going swimming with your kids. This is possible for you. I promise you, you're not a special unicorn. You can do this too. It's like all of my clients say, take the leap. You're just going to have to do it. You're going to have to feel the fear and do it anyways. And that's why I give you a money back guarantee. Borrow my belief in you and in this program and my ability to coach you to the finish line. Get in there, babes. And of course, if you have any questions, just email me, Laura at Laura Conley. We can even hop on a call. So I will see you inside. Enjoy this episode and have the best day ever. 
I am extra excited. I know I say that like every single time, but I'm extra, extra, extra excited because today we have one of my former clients, Elizabeth Doan on the podcast to drop all kinds of wisdom and heart and soul. She is a yoga teacher based in LA and she has, I also feel like I say this a lot, but it's really true. She's one of my all-time favorite clients and has just had killer results. So Elizabeth, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. Tell us, just give us a little introduction about who you are and uh, your story as it relates to losing weight for the last time. Okay. Well, as Laura said, my name is Elizabeth Doan. Many people know me as Hoops, which is my nickname. Um, my maiden name's Hooper. That's why, not because I play basketball. I live north of Los Angeles. I'm 55 years old. And really? I, yeah, 55, 5'5. Five, five, and I'm the mom of three amazingly handsome boys. Two boys are in high school. My oldest son is going to be heading off to college, yippee, back to college uh, in the fall. So he'll be a junior. Like like Laura mentioned, I'm a yoga teacher, used to be in the film industry, but then my passion turned into my profession and I'm a yoga teacher and I'm going to be bold here, kind of have a great life yeah. in lots of different areas of my life, professionally, as well as personally, except that one area <laughs> that like, oh, has always been my struggle. And I'm 55, so it's been my struggle for, oh my gosh, dare I say 40 years. Ooh. Elizabeth, what struggle are you referring to? Oh, <laughs> that yo-yo dieting, that weight loss, just not being able to figure it out, clearly just being baffled by it. I'm sure many of your listeners have tried probably almost everything out there. I mean, I, I didn't have anything surgically ever done to me, but- mm. Kind of, I think I've tried everything, some yeah. safer than others, but everything. Uh, and what was the this is like one of my favorite questions. Like, what was the craziest thing that you think that you tried, or oh, one of the craziest? Well, I think the most dangerous one, and I can't believe I'm actually putting this out into the world. And I think it's called the Fen Fen. It was oh. they were pills. Oh, I don't actually know what it stands for. So that was an interesting one. Where what did you have to do on that one? Get a prescription, first of all. So shame on the world for giving me a prescription. And they were pills you took. And honestly, I have no, it was, I think it was like, I'm going to say the nineties, maybe. Um, okay. Everyone I knew was on them. Mm. And so you were not hungry. Crazy. Zero hunger, but you were out of your mind, speedy. Like it was, <sighs> it was not, it was, it was sincerely the most unhealthy thing. Cause it, you know, it wasn't good. And then obviously yeah. studies came out later and they took it off the market, but the rest are just, everybody knows them. Yeah. Oh, the Fen Fen. Okay. Yeah. That sounds like Xenadrin. When I, <laughs> in college, I did Xenadrin, which I like had to save up all my money. Like all my, what was probably like my beer money. <laughs> or Zenadrin instead. Anyways, I love hearing now it's so fun and you'll start to see this probably too. Now it's so fun when new clients come to me and they're like, oh, I'm trying blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I've never heard of that. It's like, because five years ago, 10 years ago, I had heard of every, I had tried everything and I had heard of like every quick fix that's out there. Oh my God. Okay. So this has, this has been like the one thing that you had struggled with. Everything else was amazing, right? Personal life, professional life. And then this right. one thing was just plaguing you. Right. Because 
just, you know, in life, I'm, I'm a problem solver. Mm -hmm. That's what I like to call myself. So if my child is having a problem, you do your homework, you reach out, you get help. And just with a completely knowledgeable, open heart, you're like, I'm going to solve that. This was not working. This little piece of the pie, or rather say big piece of the pie that was getting bigger (laughs) as time went on, just no pun intended, (laughs) right in my head, unsolvable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I had given up. And, you know, obviously it was creeping into every aspect of my other life. Um, yeah. Like how so? Like say more about that. How was your weight or your struggle creeping into other areas of your life? I mean, I think the biggest thing is, is as a yoga teacher, I stand in front of a group of people that I really respect and genuinely love. And what comes out of my mouth matters to me. Yeah. So if I say something to a student, like something as silly as, you know, buy a $700 yoga mat, I'm selling something that I really believe in, not yeah. because I'm not doing it myself. So I found it harder over time to stand in front of people that I loved and my community and say, you know, you really need to listen to yourself and listen to your body and show up for yourself and do all of the things that if I were being honest, I don't think I was getting further away from and I wasn't showing up for myself. And so I found it harder over time and it was creeping into my professional life to be authentic and really honest with myself. And so that was bothering me more and more. And, you know, and then it just creeps into every part of your life. You know, again, I want to say to my kids, take care of yourself. Yes, totally. You know, and mean it. Yeah. And be living it, be modeling it, being the example. And I, and, I, and I really wasn't. And again, as you get older and I was moving further away from it, it, it becomes a little bit harder. And I just was bothered by that. Like that's where, that's how I live my life. Well, cause it was like a, it was like challenging your value set, system. It sounds. And it just, I just didn't like the way I was presenting myself to the world and my community, not the world, because I'm, it's more my community. It just didn't feel natural and it didn't make sense to me. And I was really, I was bothered by it. Why do you think you couldn't figure it out? And I'm, I'm not saying this. I mean, I couldn't figure it out either. Right. And everyone listening probably is just on this quest to figure it out. And we feel like we can't figure it out. Why do you think you couldn't figure it out? Like, what do you think the missing piece was? Well, I think that I had been in a cycle for quite some time. And again, I said earlier, maybe 40 years, just 40 years, a lot of time of success, failure, success, failure, just trying so many different things. And it must've been about me not being committed or diligent or any of that nonsense I was feeding myself when in fact, and this is my opinion, I really feel like what's out there right now is selling you something that offers you many lessons. Definitely, I learned a lot of lessons in all of the various diets and programs that are out there, but they're not sustainable. They're so not. They're not sustainable. It's like a Band-Aid. And I start to wonder, yeah, and it doesn't really get to the root. And I start to wonder, like, I was just talking about this actually with a colleague and I really start to wonder, is the health and wellness industry set up on this in this way on purpose, right? Because if we're not yo-yoing, they're going to stop making money. (laughs) If we actually solve this for the last 
or women support women and we lift each other up and start talking the truth instead of band-aid after band-aid after band-aid. That is not sustainable. And I have started talking to people around me about the Yummy Mummy group and first admitting that I was getting too heavy is my big thing. And then like you know, I see I have people's attention being like, no, this is really something that's sustainable. So it, I don't think the other things are sustainable. Again, I learned a lot from those programs, yeah. but up, down, up, down. And I just never figured it out. And I think you just get more frustrated over time and it's depressing and it's so frustrating. So I feel your pain. I was there. So what have those conversations been like? You're mentioning, you know, you're kind of telling some people in your community about the yummy mummy, about your experience. I'm noticing with some of my current clients that they're afraid to tell their community, right? Because they're afraid or their families or their best friends, because they're worried that their friends are going to be like, number one, oh, another thing, another diet, or they're worried they're going to get into some like weird argument. Like their friends are going to be like, you don't need to lose weight. You look great when really they don't feel great deep down, right? Or they're worried their friends are going to like push food on them or whatever. So I'm just curious about like what your experience was telling other people that you were doing this, what you say to other people about what the yummy mummy experience is like. First of all, I've lost 30 pounds. So I started at 159. And um, my lowest weight was 129. This morning I weighed in at 132 post vacay. I have to tell you, people come up to me and I can see them like, oh, oh my gosh, you look so good. And this is post pandemic. And listen, nobody's feeling fantastic, really. You know, it's hard. So the fact that I've lost as much weight as I have, people notice it and they're excited and they want to know how. And so I feel like if someone, listen, I know if someone's interested and if they want to know, I send them to you. I'm like, listen, this is what you're not going to do. You're not going to weigh food. You're not going to count calories. You think you know what you're going into and you're not. It is an entire life. I like to call it a cleanse. It's going to shake you up from the very Mm -hmm. core. Yeah, I love that. And I did not think this. This was not, I know what they're thinking because that's where I was like, oh, here we go. I'm so desperate. I'll do anything, which is what I did. And I think they trust me. Mm. And if, you know, the conversations are really short and sweet and some have been really long and really deep and different. So I tell them a little bit about what it's not going to be and what my experience has been like. And the the work is, you know, you're watching your thoughts, you're getting to the core of why you are overeating or choosing the food that you're eating, or it's really deep. So it's challenging. It's difficult, which... Mm. It's challenging. You know, some days are more difficult than others, but that's what, you know, that's what the journey is. Yeah. But yeah, so I think a lot of people are very interested in it at first because they're like, what? How did you lose that weight? So how did you lose this weight, Elizabeth? Tell us. Like, how did I how, lose how, And you did. You alluded to a lot of it just there. But how did you lose 30 pounds, which is just so awesome and amazing. But like how, right? Well, for the sake of this call, I went through, let's say, two cycles or yeah. two semesters of the Yummy Mummy 
program. So people should know I did not lose that in a short amount of time. That is over an extended period of time. I well, thought- right. Like the yummy mummy experience is three months and I never sell the yummy mummy experience as something that will help you lose 30 pounds in three months. Cause that just goes back to fen fen. Right. <laughs> or, right. It just goes, that's just diet mentality. That's just more yo-yoing. And I think that's one concept that people really have to wrap their heads around. I, I love, you know, there's all these memes out there about normalize this, normalize Normalize that. It's like, can we normalize losing weight at the amount of time that it's supposed to take to lose weight? Because we all want to lose 30 pounds in three months or, you know, some asinine number and it just doesn't work. Right. And you really normalize that. You really change. There were so many things that you changed for me right from the start, just the way I speak to myself. So on my days where I am feeling great and really following my food plan, my protocol, where I've stuck to my intermittent fasting, when I've followed my goals for myself, you taught me to listen to the way I speak to myself on those days. And on the days where I'm not doing so well, I want to speak to myself the same way. And that was such a new concept for me, because for me, it was always, you know, lights on, lights off, success or failure, black and white, and you are just going to beat yourself up and Mm -hmm. you're going to fail because you're not really looking at the why or what brought you there. And you're not looking at yourself with any sort of love or patience, which to me is kind of embarrassing that I wasn't because as a yoga teacher, you would think that I understand those skills. And I think that I do, but I never applied them to myself. Yeah. And I think everyone can relate, like even as parents too, right? Like we're teaching our kids. I think about like a mom talking to her teenage daughter who's just weighed themselves, comes down to the kitchen and starts talking shit about herself in front of her mom. What would her mom say? Her mom would, oh my God, what would her mom say in that moment? Right. I've been thinking about this. Like, what would she actually say? And how can we apply those words to ourselves when we weigh ourselves or when we don't like knee jerk? We don't like what we see, right? So that we can move forward. So you're answering this question so beautifully. You're like, you're like, well, my how was I talked a lot more lovingly to myself. I was willing to be patient. Yeah. And you really realize that it's a long journey and it's not about perfection, which was a huge problem for me. Like if I'm not perfect, then I'm going to throw the whole day out and then I'm done. And it really, really isn't. And that's where it's sustainable. That's where you lose weight for the last time, because it's not that high and low and yo-yoing and, and, and verbally abusing yourself where you just kind of want to run away from yourself. You're really in it. You're really like the all or nothing thinking, right? You're really okay with having a bad day. You're okay with um, doing the hard work because you are viewing, you're speaking to yourself in such a way that you have respect for yourself instead Mm -hmm. of like, you're your worst enemy. And that's just not going to last. And you layer that in, into the program. And it gives us the confidence and the patience to learn from ourselves. And then obviously I was in these groups with other women that are all different ages. Some were losing 15 pounds, some were losing 115 pounds, but you just got to really feel and hear their journeys. And that to me was so helpful because I think I'd be like, I'm moving through this. I got this. And then somebody would talk about something and I'd say, oh my gosh, that's what I'm doing. And I'm not even noticing that I'm doing that. I'm not going to say it was easy because it wasn't. (laughs) Losing weight is not easy. And if it were, 
I wouldn't would all be food. There would yeah. be no yummy mommy, but it's not that it was easy, but it was so different for me. And it was, there was an element of fun. There was an element of, I looked forward to it. I can't wait to continue to do the work where I used to run away from it because it was something I didn't want to deal with. Now it's like, let's go. I want to journal. I want to notice what my thoughts are. I want to know what's setting me down a path that I don't want to be on. Yeah. Yeah. So it's been invaluable. So cool to hear from your perspective. I think doing it in a group is so profound because we can hear what's going on inside our own subconscious sometimes and like get a transformation that we didn't even know we needed, which is exactly what you're speaking to. Absolutely. And I think that women tend to prioritize in such an odd way. Like everybody comes before us until we're desperate and the tank is completely dry and run out. Then it's like, okay, now I'm on a leg hanging off a ledge. And what am I going to do to stop this cycle? So I can just find a better version of myself. And I think women don't spend money on themselves enough. And so this to me was like, sign me up. I'm going for it. I love it. So good. So awesome. Oh, I'm so, you should be so proud of yourself. I'm so excited. I am. I'm really, really proud of myself. I'm, I'm proud that I invested in myself. I I remember when I, we were first talking and you were like, okay, so this is the yummy mummy group. And, you know, here's where you sign up. And I remember sort of looking, being like, oh, wow, I'm going to spend, I mean, cause you're, you're going to spend money. Yeah. News to the world. You're going to spend money on yourself. (laughs) And I remember like, Ooh, hold on a minute and going through this whole like cycle of, yeah, but you know, my kids are older. We've got a kid going to college. This was pre-pandemic right before I started my first session with you. So it wasn't full pandemic, but, oh, you know, I don't know. And, oh, boy, that is a trap for women. So I love that you're bringing this up. I think in a future life or maybe in 20 years, I'll coach, start coaching on money because I do think that there's so much wrapped up in money for us women and spending it on ourselves. Well, it's, it's complete nonsense. And, and I am the captain of that team. If any of this is what I would say, if any of your viewers or listeners, the podcast listeners, not viewers, but listeners are at that point now, and they're listening to this, I really invite them to do a little spreadsheet. (laughs) I love it. Do a little spreadsheet because How much money do you spend on your children's sports? I have three children on travel sports teams and I love doing it for them. I love it. I would do, I love it. It's wonderful. It's movement. It's fantastic, but it's stinking expensive. Yeah. How much do you spend on your kid's education? Yeah. Schools, blah, blah, blah. Clothes, all of that. Yep. Without a doubt, you would do that in a second. So why, when it's on you, is it like, Ooh, yeah, no. So yeah. I would invite them to do a little spreadsheet and yeah, well, it comes down to worth like totally. And it's in, so I find that people get results and it sounds like you did too. People get results before even our first call. Some of them like actually lose weight, but then some of them actually have up to their concept of themselves, right? Like, oh, now I spend money on myself. And that might not be super comfortable. It actually might be a little uncomfortable, right? 
but it's heading in the right direction. Up leveling your concept of yourself or becoming somebody who spends money on themselves because you're worth it, becoming someone who is worthy just because you are, because you already are whole, becoming that person and deciding your worth isn't conditional is not the most comfortable thing. But when people sign up for the Yummy Mummy, they get a transformation just right at that moment by being willing to invest in themselves financially. Obviously, it's a time investment too. And um, because you're worth it. Cause that's, you would do it with, without a hesitation for a child and that's mm-hmm. fantastic. And I love doing it, but have that same without a hesitation for yourself. It betters them. It betters you. Yeah. It, it's crazy to watch that, that cycle of thinking. So I was really happy. I invested in myself. And like you just said, I immediately was like, this is, this is where I want to be. I thought I would lose. Like, I was like, well, of course I'm going to lose weight but I didn't think that I would get as much out of it or I didn't know actually I yeah. didn't. So, well, you had like a lot of unexpected benefits. It sounds like. Yes. The fact that you, I, I have such respect for you because I was like, lose weight for the last time. I'm like, wow, she must have like some serious brazen balls to put that out into the world of women who diet for a living. Like for the last time is a pretty big statement. I was like, well, this is just worth it just to show up to see how this is going to unroll itself. I mean, I'm like, wow. Like I would no sooner say that to a bunch of women Uh, and and it's true. And it's true. So it was like, that is so funny because I don't even feel like it doesn't feel scary for me to even say that. I was scared for you. I'm like, Ah! oh my God. It's so good to hear this being reflected back to me because I never even thought twice about it. I was like, this is what it is. This is what you do. And then you lose weight for the last time. It's just like kind of factual. And you're like, holy shit, that's the bravest, most bold statement that anyone could ever make. Absolutely. I thought this is fascinating that she would say that. And your audience is obviously mummies. So I thought, well, sign me up. Oh, that's so cool. So what were some of the unexpected benefits? Well, my relationship obviously with myself just Mm -hmm. completely changed, which that's not really unexpected because that kind of happens when you spend so much quality time with yourself and with your thoughts and you get to know yourself and you upgrade yourself a bit. Yeah. But somebody might not think that, right? Like a better relationship with myself. They might think, oh, I'm just going to like literally lose 20 pounds or 30 pounds or 50 pounds, but you created a better relationship with yourself. Well, yes, because you can't lose weight for the last time if you don't. You can't hate yourself then. That's exactly right, Elizabeth. That's so good. You just can't. So what what does that mean? Relationship with yourself? Like, what is that? Well, you just, in the most loving way, and I mean that, and again, I have not always been able to say that, but in like, oops, I caught you. You're not, I'm not going down that road. You watch your thoughts about whether it's relationships that you have husband or children or girlfriends too. Food, you just you you just start to become more aware of your thoughts and what you've done for the greater part of your life, how you approach those things. And you just you find out what does not serve you and your better self. Mm. And through that is where you lose the weight. But it it really kind of turns into more just 
just becoming a better friend to you as you get to know yourself and you, and you're, and it's honesty and it, you have to be, I mean, there's definitely uh, some very deep moments because you're going to do the work because it's going to surface, you know, some thoughts that just are not serving your higher being. They're not period. So they're going to surface and you're going to have to deal with them and you are going to find a better plan for you. And through that, I was surprised at my relationships with my children, um, how much that transformed Mm. uh, because I did do this as the pandemic hit. And as I found my three children at home in my house, 24 (laughs) seven, and that was really hard. So if you're a mom out there and you felt that, I mean, you know, many of our relationships have suffered because of that. And so I really used the things that you taught us you know, watch those thoughts. It just, it was so powerful for me, especially in my relationship with my children um, during the pandemic. And that was really a surprise to me because I came to lose weight. This is so weird. Okay. I, well, I'm just weird, but it was 11, 11, you know, I don't know, like an hour ago and it was 11, 11 on my clock. And I was like, Oh, I'm going to make a wish. And I was like, I'm just going to wish for a fun surprise today. <laughs> just, just so cheesy. But like, what is better than just a fun surprise? I mean, you put in the work too. So you are creating those surprises for yourself, but many. I'm going to uh, expect a surprise today. So <laughs> let me ask you this. You're like, my relationship with my kids is better. My relationship with myself. So like, how does that feel when you have a better relationship with yourself? Like, what is your day-to-day like because you have a better relationship with yourself? How does it feel? Well, it's so much easier. Oh. Easy. I don't wake up not liking myself, which I think previous to this program, I would go to sleep at night. And my last thought would be, um, Oh, what did you do today that was horrible? Like eating wise. Yeah, so, yeah. And my first thought in the morning would be like, okay, so I'm going to be really successful today if I, and it was like so exhausting mm. and so not helpful. Yeah. And so I'm, it's just an easier life. It's, it's mm. easy. It's, it's also, and I said this earlier, it's really created a life of, it's not perfect. It's work. Every single day is you're reminding yourself to stay on your protocol. You're reminding yourself to, it's, it's just easy. There's a flow about it. I look forward. I always look forward to my days in my life because I've created a good life for myself, but this area, there's just an ease that falls in line with what I want for myself. And it didn't exist before this. It was an embarrassing secret that I just couldn't believe that was still a part of my life when so many other things were so great. And so I think so many women can resonate with that. It's like, I figured everything else out. Why can't I figure this one? Can I figure this out? And And I think you were right. Like the resources that are out there are just not the solution in the Mm -hmm. long term. No, and it and it also made space for me to really, really, really be present with my kids, whatever they're doing, whether it's school or a sport or sitting next to me, because I can have food in front of me, whether it's a snack or a dinner, and I'm not fixated on the food. 
Like it's there. Okay. And I'm a salty person. So anything salty is like speaking to me really mm-hmm. loud. Now I, it's just like, oh, you're there. Great. You're there. I'm not staring at the plate or I'm not, not present with my child because I've got food in front of me that yeah. you're not like pre-calculating. What am right. I, like, what am I supposed to now? That weighs two ounces and that's got 260 calories. So if I go and work out, that'll minus that plus a two, <laughs> minus a three, carry the four. <laughs> that is exactly right. That's so good. <laughs> it's just like, what? And so it just, it's, it's just a better, a better place. And you know what, again, it's not about perfect. So I catch myself still a lot of times being like, Oh, I know where that's going to lead. So let's just stop. If I'm super, super happy or super, super sad in my life, those are two times where there's food involved in it. Mm -hmm. Celebrating or mourning both have food involved. Mm -hmm. So now I just if I know ahead of time I'm celebrating, I turn it into a joy eat or, you know, I, I've got a plan yeah. and I watch myself because I'm an emotional eater. Yeah. So the minute something goes wrong, I'm going to eat, I'm going to pick, I'm yeah. going to snack. And, and now I just, I'm aware of it and it yes. just brings an ease. Rings and yeah, it's like a practice now versus like the big it's a practice huge, and some like days are great. And other days aren't. And when they're not great, I don't beat myself up or go exercise like 6,000 times more because of that, as opposed to the fact that I just like to move my body and exercise. Oh my God. That's been one of my greatest gifts really. It's like, oh, I just work out because I love it and not because I'm punishing myself. It's so oh, freeing. Absolutely. Absolutely. No. I mean, I used to work out so that I wouldn't feel bad because I ate food. Mm-hmm. It, it's a terrible cycle. It's yeah. A, it's, it's so much energy. It's so much wasted energy. Yeah. Now I just, I'm, I move my body and I love physical and there's nothing wrong with being physical. I tell my students physical, be yeah. move your body. You need to. And I love that. I swim, I do yoga. I claim to run every now and then, but like, but I just love physical movement. I hike yeah. anything that I can, but I'm doing it not because I have to, because I ate something and I just want that to go away. I'm beating myself up. It's not mm. that cycle anymore, which has made, like I said, everything a whole lot easier. And I sort of laugh it off now because I catch myself almost every 15 minutes doing like, oh, really? That's not going to happen. But you know, that's okay. That's just my journey and I have better tools now. And so that's- yeah. you know, So awesome. I mean, I cannot tell you every single mom that comes to me, every single woman that comes to me says, I just want to be able to be present. I just want to be able to be present. Like that's really what it comes down to. I want to be present with my kids, right? And instead of focus on the bag of chips that are there. So it's so cool to hear you say like, now I just sit at the kitchen table for the snack or for the dinner or whatever. And I'm just present with my kids. Like that's what we all want, which is what you're describing is the, the, in the flow feeling, the present feeling, the ease feeling, right? Like, and I think what's so cool is you were like, when I was in it, when I was really doing the work and again, not that the work stops, right. It is a practice, right. You really, it's sort of like the yummy mom experience or the, you know, the program that you went through, it's sort of, it's, it's almost like 
boot camp in terms of like, it's hard for a while you're healing your relationship. It becomes healed, but then it's still a practice. It's still a relationship as it is with your love of your life, your partner, your husband, whatever, whatever you call your person. Right. But I think about that always, like with my husband, it's like, I'm committed to him. Like I am going to love him no matter what. And I can then apply that to food and my body. Like I'm committed to this relationship that I now have, is it perfect all the time? No, it's a practice, but I continually consciously choose it no matter what. And I just love the way you're describing it. I love how you were like, yeah, it was a little bit hard. It was a little challenging. I think what you said, and, but now you're reaping the reward of the ease of it, right? It was hard so that you could get the ease instead of it just being hard for the rest of your life. No, absolutely. I think it's a lot like when people first take a yoga class, Yummy mummy is a lot like, you know, you walk in and you're like, okay, this is all physical. Like, I'm going to physical and physical and physical. How does my body feel? And then the longer you're on your mat or in a yoga class, no matter what level you start to like, wow, geez, I'm kind of paying attention to my breath. And, oh, I'm kind of paying attention to you know, my mind. And it's not why you showed up. You showed up because, I mean, when I first showed up for yoga, it was like my hamstrings were tight. Mm -hmm. So, (laughs) and that's a lot like yummy mummy. You you think it's all about, I'm going to go in and lose weight. And all of a sudden it blossoms into this whole multi-layer because of you and because how you ask us to start treating ourselves, it's from respect and from a very, very, very solid, good place within yourself that you find on your own, you are able to approach your weight loss in a way that is actually for the last time. That's what makes it. And so you can guide us, but you know, like everything, you know, you have to do the work. Yeah. Yeah. I can't do it for you. I used to say, I wish I could do it for you, but I don't wish I could do it for you. Cause then you wouldn't get all these benefits. Like, but you don't want to miss a moment. You don't want to, well, actually you do want to miss a moment. Cause some of it's stinking hard. And some of it's like, <laughs> Oh gosh, it's, it's hard when you kind of have to look at yourself, but you know, I love the, the introduction that you had to bringing our future selves into play. So that was really helpful for me because I didn't feel totally alone. I felt like I had my future self mm. who had already lost the weight, you know, mm. waiting for me. And so that made me feel less alone, even though the work was really hard. I had my future self like talking to me like, Elizabeth, you know what? You've really got this. This yeah, is one small moment. Mm. And you're going to have many of those moments where life is hard because life is hard. Nobody gets a free pass on that. Yeah, like it's supposed to be hard. Like maybe we even want it to be a little hard because then we, because it's worth it. Then we get the results of putting in that work. Right. So during those hard moments, which are going to come, you, I had my future self really guiding me. And so that was one tool um, that you had introduced to us that I just, to this day, um, I still like 10 more pounds to lose. So I'm still letting my future self remind me of things I already know. I just need to be reminded. Yeah, of course. Because we forget that. We forget that when we're in this. When we're in it. it. Yeah. When we're in it. So people always want to know. Mm-hmm. 
about those last 10 pounds or about the last five pounds or last 20 pounds, say they stop working with me after three or six months or whatever it is, they want to know, well, like what happens like at the end? So I'm curious as to your confidence level. This is what I hear from my clients is that whether they lose all of their weight within their time with me or not, it's they leave with the confidence of knowing that this work is permanent, Mm -hmm. right? And if they do gain the weight, it's a conscious decision. Most of my clients will keep losing or they'll maybe gain like two pounds, right? But it's very permanent and is for the last time. So I'm curious about your thoughts about these last 10 pounds. Like, are you confident? Are you shaky? How is it different than losing pounds have been in the past? Well, I remember when we were just, and when we ended the last second cycle of Yummy Mummy, I was actually a little nervous. I was like, wow, what is this Mm. going to look like when I don't have Laura and these other women supporting me? Like, I definitely felt, oh boy, this. Oh, yeah. So I did not walk away feeling, you got this, Elizabeth. This is great. I will tell you something. I got this. It's great. I, but I'm 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 surprised because I definitely was like, oh well, I'm nervous. Yeah. This I I my past has shown me yeah. that this could be a problem. And I kind of didn't fully believe it, but it was present enough that thought that I I was not hundred percent confident that I had this. And I'm hundred percent confident. Like I I don't feel at all not supported. I feel like yeah. I still hear your voice in my head. <laughs> That's what everyone says. Um, it, it, it's so important. And I, you know, I know what I need to do. I used to hate journaling. I'm not, I don't know why, like, why am I not a journaler? And now it's like, I know for me to start my day feeling supported I need to do, whether it's journaling or something else, but for me, it's journaling, reminding myself where I'm going, reminding myself of my strengths, reminding myself, I've got my future self talking to me. I, You lay, um, there's such groundwork mm. that it does follow you and it has been smooth, but I was nervous. I was Well, I think nervous. that is like totally normal. I don't think anybody ends on the last day and isn't nervous for a day or a week or two weeks because you have had the ultimate support. You've had daily support, right? And so I think that's totally normal and totally natural. What I think is so cool and imperative to share is that now you're like, oh, I totally got this. Yes, of course. It's, I remember when I like <laughs> didn't have my outer accountability anymore and I had to be accountable to myself. I was like, holy shit, am I going to be able to do this? Let's, let's go. Let's see. And of course I did. And that, that skill of inner accountability is, is hard. People but don't. I, but I'll tell you, I didn't realize how strong mine was oh. until I left the group. 
Yeah. So you have to leave the group in order to to leave the group because I felt like, Oh, I can't like, I loved those women. And, and still to this day, when I see them on Instagram or Facebook, I'm like, Oh my gosh, I miss them so much. But I was counting on them so much that I thought I wouldn't be able to. And I actually have done because now I have to trust myself Mm -hmm. and now I have to have my, you know, have my back, which that's all you do. You know, yummy mommy teaches you to do that. I just didn't realize I had that skill um, mastered. Yeah. And then when I left the yummy mommy group, it was mastered. Yeah, and you you were you, totally ready. I yes, love I how you're ready. It was that. very solid, very solid. And, and I look forward to working more. Like I, I want to now I, it's like, now I, I'm looking around thinking, what do I want to do about, like, I want to educate myself more in this area so that I do more for myself. And as far as losing the last 10 pounds, I absolutely believe 100% that I will lose the last 10 pounds. I mean, will it be quick? Absolutely no. Will it be slow? I don't know. Like, I don't know. I, but I, don't I love know. what you're, okay, this is your energy right now. You are committed to losing those last 10 pounds. You believe that you're going to lose those last 10 pounds. What I'm noticing is you're not attached from this crazy graspy diet mentality place, right? If you had to lose 10 pounds, like, 10 years ago, you would probably be consumed by it. At least I would be right where the energy that you're bringing to our conversation right now is just like totally chilled out. It's like, yeah, it's dialed. It's going to happen. It'll happen. And I, I, yeah, it's, it's really, really, really a number on the scale because how I feel about my place in my family and really, really in my profession, I just feel more solid. I feel better. I feel authentic. I feel like I want to let people see the good stuff. I want to let people know about the stuff that's not so great. It just feels like, you know, the layers are, are, have been ripped away and this is who I am. And I'm dealing with dealing still every day with this stuff that doesn't serve me. And some days it's the same stuff that surfaces and some days it's spanking new where you're like, wow, okay, huh, what's that? (laughs) Yeah, let's look at that. But it doesn't have to mean anything like about you, right? Deep down. Nope. I have two more questions for you. How was vacation? Because you mentioned you got back from vacation. vacation. Well, I was in Connecticut um, for a family reunion, 29 of us in at my sister's home on the shore. Absolutely amazing. It, I'm going to say it was one of the best vacations I've ever taken. And my husband would be really sad to hear me say that because that would include our honeymoon. Um, <laughs> but I just, I'm so blown away at how much fun I had. I mean, we had Olympics. We had, I mean, it was just the, oh, oh my God, that sounds so fun. Um, and of course, what am I concerned about? Alcohol. Mm. For me, I love my alcohol, or at least I thought I did like, oh, how am I going to have a good time without alcohol? And how am I going to fit the alcohol into my joy, eat, drink? My desire has, has lessened so much in that area. It's such a not non-conversation, non-thought in my brain. It's Mm. like, Oh, could somebody please make me a drink? And then my sister would make me a drink and I'd put the drink down and walk away. And three hours later, oh, there's my drink. Like it was not a part of my life. And I remember starting Yummy Mummy and thinking, 
well, this is definitely an area I am going to fail in. I don't know how to not drink. Like, what do you mean drink? Like, so anyways, that was a non-issue. I had an amazing time. I was so present for both of my parents who are um, getting up there in age. So I have not seen my family that is scattered all over. And it was amazing. Oh my God. You're giving me the chills. Telling you had I not done yummy mummy, the pre before this trip would have been I'm going to guess like some massive crash diet over exercise to get me there. Mm -hmm. So I don't look like, you know, the way I don't want to look. And I just was like, I went and bought my bikini. I didn't get to wear it because of course the East coast weather wasn't great. Like it, you know, that's East coast, but I just, it wasn't, it was stress-free. I was present. I was super proud of myself and I loved every single, and I'm, I'm being genuine about this. I think it might've been my best vacation ever. <laughs> I'm so glad I asked you about I, this. Yeah. It was like, I just can't believe. Yeah. Yeah. Where, where had you not gone through this work oh. with yourself, it would have been a whole different leading up oh. to the vacation. And my guess is it would have been a little different when you were actually on vacation too, had you not done this work on yourself. Yeah. I mean, it just, I definitely was not on my protocol 110%, but here was the difference. I still had fun. I didn't over, over, over eat and then over drink and then beat myself up and, and, and spend again, so much time beating myself up that I was missing all of these great moments with my family. hundred percent. Um, it, it it just the, the value of that for me on this particular trip, especially post pandemic when I haven't seen people, mm-hmm. yeah. was huge, and the stress level was down. And if stuff went wrong, eh. yeah, I just I don't know. It, it's it's the whole it's the whole thing. It just yeah. helps you. Um, yeah, so it was amazing, amazing, so cool. I love hearing that. Um, okay. So if there is one thing that you could share with somebody who is out there struggling right now, what would it be? Or one piece of advice, like one thing you feel like you don't want to get off this podcast episode without saying, is there anything, and you don't have to, and you might've covered everything. I mean, you were super thorough and we went well, deep, but I think if someone's listening to this podcast, they know, or they've looked up you or the yummy mummy group. Yeah. So they probably are sort of circling the (laughs) idea of getting help and what this help would look like. And I did mention this earlier, please, please, please. We need to sort of give each other a little push, sign up, do it. I absolutely, um, I, first of all, I've never gone on anybody's podcast, nor has anyone asked me by the way, but I am not someone that just speak like I fully, 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 when I believe in something, I fully support it. And if you are on the fence, just take the leap of faith. Yeah. Leap of faith. I, I absolutely, I would do it again. And I wouldn't think twice about doing it. So that's what I would tell someone that is just like, you know, it's post pandemic. I, you know, things aren't going well, or the kids are this, or my husband is this, there will be excuses for a million years. And you, unless you say, no, it's my time. 
I will be a better mom for it. I will be a better wife for it. I will be a better person for myself for it without missing a beat, hit the button and just do it. And and I was in your place and I was in their place. So I know how many times you hesitate when it comes to taking care of yourself, but please just do it for yourself. Yeah. That's so good. It's such good advice because we don't, it it goes back to what we're talking about before. We don't, we want to put ourselves at the bottom of the list, but that doesn't help anybody. (laughs) Yeah. And it's, I don't think it's really being totally honest. I think people really want to better themselves, but are just have either been in that space for so long, hello, 40 years, or, you know, they're just like, I don't know what that first step should be. Yeah, I didn't either. And I just was like, you know, I don't know. I think this is this is what I should do right now and shake things up. And I have not regretted it for a moment. Yeah. So cool. So Elizabeth, tell us how we can find you. She is an amazing yoga teacher. Um, That's actually how we got connected back whenever we got connected, but tell yeah, us how- Laura and I uh, got connected through yoga works and through teaching in and around Los Angeles. I teach North of Los Angeles. Um, so I have classes here face to face. If California continues to allow us to be face to face. I also teach a whole library of classes on Vimeo, uh, gentle level one, and some some harder flow classes on the Vimeo platform. So okay, Elizabeth- we'll link it in the show yeah. notes so that people can just click to find Elizabeth uh, Doan Yoga and Elizabeth Doan Yoga. Okay, yeah. dot com. Elizabeth yeah. Doan Yoga dot com. Yeah, and that Vimeo, and it'll hook you up to my schedule and all of that stuff. So I'd love to have you. Oh my god, I love it. Okay, so you guys can find that in the show notes. I'm going to let you guys go. Have the best week ever. What did you guys think of the best of? It's so good, right? All right. So if this resonated with you, get on over to lauraconley.com, click work with me and get yourself signed up for the Yummy Mummy experience. If you just have an inkling that this is the right thing for you, trust your gut. You've tried all of the other things that don't work. Try the new and different thing. Stop doing the same thing and expecting a different result. This is new and different because we work on your mindset. If you feel like you know all the things and you just can't get yourself to do them, the reason why is because you haven't changed your brain. You haven't worked on your mindset. And that's exactly what we do inside the Yummy Mummy. So I will see you starting January 17th. We're going to go for six months and we're going to lose weight for the last time. I will see you inside, babe. Love you. Have the best day ever. Ciao, ciao. Hey. If you've enjoyed listening to this podcast, I would love it, love it, if you leave a rate, review, and a subscribe on whatever you're listening to this podcast in. Pretty, pretty pleased with a cherry on top. It would help me so much, and it would help all the other mamas out there hear this message. Thank you in advance. I really appreciate it. And you have to come check out the Yummy Mummy Experience. It's my proven lose weight for the last time group coaching and course. Head to lauraconley.com and just click work with me. Other than that, you guys, I would love to give you a free gift. If you want your free listener only gift, go to lauraconley.com forward slash gift. And from there, you will get your free best ever weight loss 
so cool. The last thing I want to tell you, you guys, is I do have a free Facebook group. It's called, you guessed it, The Yummy Mummy. Lose weight for the last time, end body drama, and get food freedom. You can just search that on Facebook, or again, you can head to the show notes and you'll find the link there. All right, you guys, have the best day ever.